Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. So glad that you joined on today. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. I want to share something with you that I had written in 2019, but I believe it still applies today. And I'm going to read it and then I'm going to expound on it once I complete it. And I actually have this on my blog, on my website, MashaniAllen.com, if you'd like a copy of it for yourself or to be able to share it with others. So I'm going to read it verbatim and it was titled Log Season. And I think I wrote this on, yeah, I wrote this July 26th of 2019. And this is what it says. I was listening to a message and a familiar verse was expounded upon. While listening and thinking about the process I've been in for the last few months, I heard log season. Now that was a phrase I had never heard. The verse was Luke 6, 41 verses 41 through 42 and the amplified version it says why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice or consider the beam of timber that is in your own eye or how can you say to your brother allow me to take the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the beam that is in your own eye, you actor, pretender, and hypocrite. First take the beam out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. Now, I've been writing about Inside Out for a few months. In doing so, there's been major moments of truth and transparency that I've had to come to about myself. It's easy in the hustle and bustle of life to ignore or disregard the promptings of the spirit or to hear messages and pridefully discount yourself and say that it doesn't apply. But if your heart's desire is to truly be pure and holy, there must be a log season. This season is not to hurt you, but to reveal truth. That truth will not only free you, but allow you to be a blessing to others. Some need you to remove your log so you can assist them in removing theirs. Your testimony of log removal can help them know that they can overcome as well. As I meditated on this the more, removing something from the eye can be very painful and even dangerous. One wrong move can cause you to be blind. 
spiritually that I can represent your perspective. Sadly, many of us have had wrong perspectives which have been blocking our view of others and even ourselves. When perspectives are corrected, everything changes. In order to take the log, you have to first acknowledge that it is there. That would require a humility and a willingness. Some logs are visible and obvious, while others are only known to you and a few intimate friends, and some are just between you and God. Whatever the case, I pray, like me, you embrace your log season. There are people who are waiting for you, and you should want proper clarity. It's good to see, but it's better to see clearly. I believe that those who embrace the log season will be used mightily in the seasons to come, for they are not coming with their view, but his. So I thought that this would be a beautiful conversation. Well, since I'm the only one talking, (laughs) I don't know if it's technically a conversation, but I thought that it would be a beautiful podcast to share with you all about this log season. Now, you know, a lot of times when I've heard the verse and Luke mentioned, you know, there's always this sternness about, you know, the log being in the eye. But what I never really heard people talk about was the second part, which says you take yours out first and then you help someone else. And I think that that is what we need to focus on. And I believe that my podcast have really been a way of us being able to see the logs in our lives, you know, the logs in our eyes to be able to assess them, be able to be honest about them, be able to be transparent about them, go through the process of removing them to then be able to help others. I believe that I am able to share passionately and deeply week after week because I have been and I think I just live in a log season and I don't see that as a negative thing. I see that as my willingness to be as healed and as whole as I can be, which requires me to take assessments constantly. And that's not saying I'm walking around with these huge boulders in my eye (laughs) spiritually or these huge boulders in my heart. But when I see things that should not be there, I have to do what is necessary to remove them from my life. Now, I can tell you, me just being transparent, one of the biggest logs that I had in my life was judgment. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. It was terrible. It was really, really terrible because being judgmental is not loving at all. And Christ is extremely loving and judgment isn't. And it was really something that I had to be challenged with because I can't fully help people heal or help people get free if I sit in a place of judgment. 
because people may not do things the way I do things or believe things the way I believe things, I still don't have a right to judge them as people, to judge their relationship with God, to judge their relationship with others. My responsibility is to just show them love. And I remember I was talking to a young lady a few weeks ago and I made the statement that love doesn't have to understand. Love doesn't have to understand in order to love. And once I came to that place that love doesn't have to understand, that in itself helped me to remove a lot of logs out of my eye. Because I think as humans, you know, we we get so stuck on our need to know and our need to understand that when we don't have those answers or when we don't have the, that clarity, we use that to justify us limiting our love or us limiting our willingness to help or assist people. But what really gets me is the verse that talks about while we were yet sinners, Christ loved us. So what we were doing that was displeasing, that was unapproved, that was disheartening to him, it never stopped his love. Love doesn't have to agree in order to fully love. And for some reason, I don't know how, I don't know when, for some reason, there's this concept that in order to love, you have to agree. And I had to remove that log. And I had to come to an understanding that love doesn't mean that you agree. Love is love. <laughs> With or without agreement. And so many relationships have been lost. So many relationships have been damaged. So many people have been bruised because love came with so many rules. But if it's really true love and pure love, the rules do not exist. Again, while we were yet sinners, <laughs> he still loved us. And my log season really forced me to deal with some of the judgment, much of which came from a religious bent, how that is so damaging and how that is so cruel but most importantly, how that is not a reflection of him, his character, his likeness, or his image. And what I loved about writing about this log season is, you know, I think that sometimes when we read scriptures, we pick out bits and pieces, but we don't look at the full picture of what is being said to us as well as what is being asked of us. Again, it says, it says, first take the beam out of your own eye. So, okay, you recognize something in someone else, but 
make sure that what you recognize in them isn't in you. And if it's in you, you deal with you, you deal with it being in you first, which then gives you the power, the authority, the wisdom, the insight, the knowledge, you know, to help them extract that from themselves. And for me, since I mentioned judgment, the way that I was able to go through the process of extracting that, it's really learning what love really is. Like uh, a few years ago, I felt as though I was on this journey of really discovering what love is, not what people told me, not what I read, but really trying to understand and grasp what love is because I have found that the love that many people talk about is so restrictive and it's so limiting and it has so many rules and that's not what it should be. It should be free flowing. It should be, it should be a nice, a nice river that just flows and overwhelms and is pure. You know, when we think about it in our impurity, our impurity did not stop his love. So how do other people's areas of weakness and impurity and disagreement stop our love? And I'm not saying that I have arrived in this space, but I can definitely say I'm a whole lot better in this space. And even for those of you who listen to my 44 truths about myself and rhyme, one of my, one of the things I wrote was I've divorced judgment because I found that most times when we use that word or we operate in it, it's not done from a place of love. It's done from a place of criticism. It's done from a place of being critical. And my comeback for many people who talk about judgment is there's a verse that talks about how we are to judge righteously and righteous judgment is still done in love. It's still done in grace and it's also done in humility. But most times when I know that I operated in judgment, them three things was nowhere around. (laughs) And that's just me being honest. And I believe that when we do the work, the inner work, when we do the inside job, that makes us an authority to be able to help others because we know what that process was like. We know, we know the turmoil that came with our freedom. We know the journey that came with our liberty. And when we can be honest about that, that helps us to be able to extend a greater level of grace to people. We just have to be willing to do it. And sometimes we have to walk them through that process. When it comes to dealing with logs, whatever your log is, You have to find out what the antonym is because that's what you should be walking in. So if your log is pride, you need to study humility. If your log is selfishness, you need to study being a giver. It's like you need to look at the antithesis of what you're operating in and then do the work 
to get to that place. That may require you, like I talked about last week, going from beyond being honest to being transparent, <laughs> um, to, to get to that place where you can remove that log out of your eye or out of your life or even out of your perspective. I know for me, when I made the decision that I want to everything that I do to be laced with love, you know, that means my perspective of things. Am I seeing it from a loving place? When I speak, am I speaking from a loving place? Um, when I interact with people, is it from a loving place? That in itself really helps to shed judgment. Um, me, you know, really looking at the character of God and wanting to represent image and likeness in everything that I do, that really helped to shed off, you know, judgment. Me understanding grace and the power of grace, the grace that has been extended to me, but also the grace that I could extend to others, that all these things were helpful in shedding off the judgment. And just for me also considering the damage that judgment has done for me and the damage that I know that I've done to others when I was judgmental helped me to shed <laughs> and really want to take that beam out of my eye because I don't want to represent that. I don't want to be a a conduit of that in anyone's life and my willingness to be mindful of it and sensitive to it, I have found has helped me to maintain that log removal being consistent. Like it's not being put back in there. <laughs> and again, like I said, I haven't, I haven't arrived per se, but I know that I am in a better place because I am, I am aware and I am diligent in my pursuit of that no longer being in operation in my life. And I have people in my life that will help me know when it shows up, when it pops up, when it's trying to develop again. And I think that that's why writing is really key for me because I can hear, like, I can hear it in people. I can hear pride immediately. I can hear judgment immediately, but me writing so frequently helps me to see when I have it as well. It helps me to be like, Shani, that was a real prideful thought that you just wrote. You want to be careful in that area. You know, that was a real judgmental mindset. And my journaling helps me to capture it when I don't always see it immediately in my mind. But I don't want you to fear a log season. I really want you to embrace it because if we want to be mature people, if we want to be mature believers, that requires us to do the work. I believe in prayer, but prayer can only go so far if we don't do our part. I think in some aspects, we can use religious things and feel that there's no work involved because poof, it's just going to happen. 
But no, we have to do our part. We have to be willing to continue to do our part to get free and to stay free to then in turn, like the scripture says, help others. The whole thing is not about just ourselves, but helping others. Because listen, when you can get whatever the logs may be in your life out of your life, other people can see it. Other people can know it. And especially your family, when they know how you used to be and they see you being a whole nother other. Listen, that in itself can bring so much freedom to people because it gives them hope. It lets them know I don't have to be like this. But then they also have to say, am I willing to do the work that this person has done to have the transformation that they have had? And as we are now in the end of the year, I believe that this is a perfect time to take assessment and really look at any logs that you may have in your life that you may have in your eye and how you see things and how you perceive things. And when you find a log, it's not for you to condemn yourself and it's not for you to put yourself down. It's for you to acknowledge this is where I am today and then put the plan in place to become the antithesis of what you currently see. I pray that this podcast bless you and that it calls you to consider, and that it calls you to think. And I also pray that the next time that you see that a Tear Talk podcast is loaded, that you decide to press play. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.